It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. News directly from the WIA, from VK3FY, VK7FB and VK2ZRH. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Ham Radio News. Nobody does it better. We are VK1 WIA. Well, we've all received it from the ACMA. News that we are to lose 3.4 to 3.6 gigahertz. These have been identified for reallocation to commercial interests and for use by Earth Station protection zones. And while proposing those changes, the ACMA is expanding standard amateurs and overseas equivalents access to frequencies between 50 and 52 megahertz. And before you jump up and down about this, the regulator has said it received only six comments, the majority supporting the changes, and of those six, one was from your national WIA. So, more details on this as time moves on. By the way, today's broadcast is coming to you portable from a little house way above Mount Tambourine. So, let's hope we can get the show on the road. And first up, it's down to Melbourne and director Chris VK3FY. Today's topics. One, technical advisory position vacancies. Two, vacant position. Three, intruder watch coordinator. Topic one. The Wireless Institute of Australia has several vacancies for technical advisors on the Spectrum Strategy Committee for specialist digital modes. The board are keen to hear from individual members that have appropriate expertise in these specialist areas. Technical Advisor P25 Technical Advisor Echolink Technical Advisor Allstar Technical Advisor Satellites the board have endorsed the following members to the Technical Advisory Committee. Technical Advisor, Digital Amateur Television, Peter Cousins, VK3BFG. Topic 2. The board are also seeking expressions of interest for individual members to fill the following important positions. Contest Manager of the Ross Hull Memorial VHF UHF Contest Marathon. Coordination of the Technical Advisory Subcommittee, TAC. Coordinator of the Youth of the Air. Regulatory Council for the WAA Regulatory Liaison Group. Topic 3. The Board are also looking for an individual or a club to take on the role of Intruder Watch Coordinator. Expressions of interest for any of these positions should be forwarded to the WAA Secretary. This has been Chris, VK3FY, on behalf of the Board of the Wireless Institute of Australia for VK1 WAA National News. Thanks, Chris. Now down to VK7 and Mike, VK7, Fox Bravo. August presentation night, WIA Q&A with VK4 Echo Alpha. Our August presentation night will see a casual information and question and answer session with WIA Director Peter Schrader, VK4EA. Are you a WIA member or have considered becoming a WIA member and wanted to ask questions of someone in the know to clarify those last points? This is the evening for you.
Peter has agreed to take us through and outline the WIA structure, current directors, governance and involvement with the IARU and ITU, and also outline the services that the WIA provide to members and affiliated clubs, including public liability insurance, attendance at the World Radio Conferences, AR Magazine and much more. Peter will also run through current consultations with ACMA, including the move to the class licence, assessments, changes, uh, August consult paper, uh, repeaters, RALI and more. We will be opening it up for questions, comments, etc. The meeting will be broadcast on RF and streamed on the REST YouTube channel. A huge thank you to Peter for agreeing to make himself available. And that's 73 from the REST committee. This is Roger Harrison of VK2ZRH, Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine. Here's the juice, freshly squeezed. Last Monday, the files for issue number four of AR Magazine were uploaded to the printer's server in Bairnstyle, Victoria. Look out for it landing in your letterbox, your post office box, or your local news agency from about Thursday next week. The theme for the issue is promoting your club and ham radio. But before I go there, you may be aware of the breaking news about what the ACMA is up to, or going to be up to. So, the ACMA is to do what? It's taking back exams and call signs. You heard me, they're going back to the future. Accredited assessors across the nation have all been appraised of the general details by the ACMA. In our regulatory update, Notice the return to formality here. WIA past president Phil Waite, VK2ASD, details where this has all come from, what has just happened, and you can read about what he has to say on the future. Accompanying that, WIA statistician Mark Hillman, VK3OHM, spells out assessments, a fact check. That will put to bed some speculation. Another must read. The other news is that from this issue, we launch a new column for young people 25 years of age and below. Alec Cherry, VK2APC, heard on these broadcasts regularly, has been recruited to submit articles for each issue of the magazine. The objective is to have a young person's voice in the magazine. Back to this issue's theme of promotion. The hobby is dying, said Handyham, before the year is out. Let's not go there. That bit of verse was back in issue two. There's a big role for ham radio clubs to play here. So, what to do? That is the question. Well, putting yourself out there can be easier than first appears, given a few tips on how to do it and how it's done. Arch promoter Richard Manane, VK2SKY, says we keep ham radio a bit of a secret. Richard has a trove of tips and techniques to share. On top of that, we have a couple of what are called, in the trade, case studies. The Ballarat Amateur Radio Group says getting attention in the local media is there for the taking, so grab it. Club President Ben Daniel, VK3NAD, lays out how they did it. Now for those who think that promoting ham radio at a museum might send the wrong message, think again. Carmel Morris, VK2CAR, details the story of how a heritage naval destroyer cleaves the waves again. Radio waves, that is. The HMAS Vampire, the last of the Royal Australian Navy's big gunships, moored dockside at the Australian National Maritime Museum in Sydney, 
is back on the air under the call sign VK 2VMP. Lou Stefano VK 3AQZ is back with a new project. He kicks off a multi-part technical feature on a homebrew 3-band 100-watt HF transceiver. Here's Rig for the Road. Issue 4 of AR, with another cracker of a front cover designed by Sergio VK3SO. It's so jam-packed that some bits splashed over the edge. And into number 5, Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 91, Issue number 4 for 2023. More guts, less gap. Serving Australian radio amateur dudes for 90 years. Available in print and online. Always published to a schedule. Never random. No quarter given. That's it from me. I'm Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH for VK1WIA News. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now with international news, Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. IARU Monitoring Service in Region 1 has reported on interference received several times from the Australian over-the-horizon radar JORN on the 30-metre band. Radar activity was, unfortunately, about the same as on the last months with countless reports about them on all bands from 40 to 10 metres. The most disturbing because of their large bandwidth as well as for their huge power used in their transmissions, which are most of the times long-lasting, were the ones sent by the Russian over-the-horizon radar container, heard on 40, 30, 20, 17, 15 and 12 metres, sometimes with several simultaneous transmissions on the same band. This was followed by the ones by the British over-the-horizon radar located at the UK Sovereign Base Area in Cyprus, observed on 17, 15 and 10 metres. Scottish adventurer Cam Cameron is home safe. You may recall that he was joined initially, and briefly, by two amateur radio operators on Rockall in the North Atlantic during his attempt to break the 45-day record for a stay there set in 2014. His other goal was to raise money for charity. Cam's challenge came to an end after 32 days after he was successfully rescued by Coast Guard and search and rescue personnel. He wrote on the expedition website that he was, quote, in pain, exhausted and hypothermic. However, he did meet his other goal and was grateful to have helped a number of charitable causes. The RSGB has just released a video in which the RSGB spectrum and licensing expert Murray Nimmin, Golf 6 Juliet Yankee Bravo, explains more about Ofcom's consultation, updating the amateur radio licensing framework. This is one of the biggest revamps of amateur radio licensing and call sign policy in the UK in a generation. The video forms part of the RSGB's wider guidance for radio amateurs on this consultation. You can watch it on the RSGB's YouTube channel or on the Society's consultation webpage. The Society has encouraged UK clubs to use this video to start a discussion about the consultation at their club meetings. The Federal Communications Commission has released its latest quarterly count of broadcast licences. As of the end of June 2023, there were 4,464 licensed AM stations. That total was down 270 from June of 2013, according to Radio World calculations based on FCC figures. It continues a trend of gradual but consistent erosion in the AM numbers of the USA. 
The number of FM commercial stations is up 69 from 10 years ago. The Japan Amateur Radio League, JARL, has announced the return of the JARL Ham Fair for 2023, this being the 45th event and expects to attract 30,000 visitors. The Ham Fair will take place August 19th and 20th. JARL Ham Fair is held to promote healthy development of amateur radio and improvement of technology. There are exhibitions and events for introducing amateur radio to the general public and the exchange of information and establishing friendship between amateurs. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, contest wise. Congratulations to the World Champions of Radio Sports in the WRTC 2022 competition. The team of Ukraine. The team, Varislav, UW7LL and Yuri, UT4UZ, showed the best results and won goal for Ukraine. The World Radio Sport Team Championship, WRTC in short, represents a large gathering of the world's best in radio traffic, as selected regionally, coming from any country and from all continents in the spirit of competition. Using the same playing field and allowing pure skills to determine world champions in two-man teams. 24-hour non-stop competition. The next WRTC will be held in the UK, Anglia area, June, July of 2026. Again, well done to the team of Ukraine. Speaking of Ukraine, based on the unanimous decision by the Nordic Radio Amateur Union, it is decided that the stations from Russia and Belarus are not eligible for participation in the 2023 Scandinavian Activity Contest. Just another run contest is the Trans-Tasman. Joining me now is Alan BK4SN, Trans-Tasman Contest Manager. Last Saturday night saw many stations taking advantage of the excellent conditions on the low bands. Even QRP stations were loud and VK6 and 8 were able to work ZL with ease. I'm extending log submission time by an extra day to include today, Sunday. So get submitting by 1400 Zulu today. That's midnight Eastern Australian Standard Time. If you wish to make a comment, then add them to the soapbox line in the Cabrillo header. Some have asked about serial numbering starting at 1 for each band. This is perfectly okay. Please submit the log as is. For the future, my website now contains downloads for both single operator stations and multi-operator stations, where the numbering is different. Thank you. This is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. Thanks, Alan. The next RSGB IOTA contest is 29-30 July 2023. August 12 and 13, Remembrance Day contest. This contest commemorates the amateurs who died during World War II and is designed to encourage friendly participation and help improve the operating skills of participants. It is held on the weekend close to the 15th of August, the date on which hostilities ceased with Japan in the southwest Pacific area. August 26-27, a Lara contest. Contest is always held on the last four weekend of August. All licensed operators throughout the world are invited to participate. Scout and girl guide groups are encouraged to participate using their club's equipment and call sign. Saturday, 0600 hours UTC till Sunday, 0559 hours UTC. October, Oceania DX OCDX contest. 
Condestates Times. Phone. The first whole week in October each year, 0600 hours UTC, Saturday to 0600 hours UTC, Sunday. CW. Second full week in October, from 0600 hours UTC, Saturday, to 0600 hours UTC, Sunday. Dex Window. Republic of Korea. Volta is on the air July 17 to August 16 as HL4 stroke PB1WL. QSL2 Wilder's home call PB1WL. Special event station CR6J is on the air from the 17th to the 23rd of July for the 41st International Motorcycle Rally in Faro, Portugal. Listen on 86 metres for operators using CW, SSB and digital modes. QSL via CT1 EHX. The Bogota Amateur Radio League is on the air this weekend, July 22 to 24, to celebrate the 9th anniversary of the foundation of the Colombian Radio Amateur League and to commemorate the bicentennial of the Battle of Lake Maracaibo and Colombia's National Navy Day. A special event station is running. All amateur radio operators are invited. Kazoo, Mike Zero, CFW, JK3GAD, will again be active from Rodriguez Island as 3B9KW during the CQWWCW contest, November 25-26. Activity before, after contest, November 19-December to December 1, as 3B9 stroke M0 CFW. QSL via LOTW. Net advice. The CHT weekly quiz is held on 80 metres almost every Thursday night. I'm Kieran, VK3BTV. There have been regular check-ins from Tasmania, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, South Australia and even Western Australia over the last 35 years of the quiz. Between 12 and 20 questions are asked, and they're not too difficult. Any general trivia topic is fine. It's a fun trivia quiz, not a radio theory quiz. And it's not a Google quiz either. Don't worry if you don't know an answer. You can say pass, or maybe give a funny answer that's almost believable. If you win the quiz, you get to set the quiz for the next week, and it's not that hard. And you'll get helpful operating tips from the other participants. Listeners are encouraged to check in, even if they're just listening and laughing. The CST quiz is run at 8.30pm Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays on 3680 kHz. I'm Kieran, VK3BTV. Join in, or just have a listen and a laugh. All amateurs are welcome. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ in England. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1 WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3 GTV. Hello, and first up in Worldwide Special Interest Group News, it's Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. The Adventure Radio Society is home of the Spartan Sprints and Flight of the Bumblebees. 
The Adventure Radio Society Flight of the Bumblebees is a four-hour event held annually on the last Sunday of July, and it's open to all radio amateurs. The 2023 ARS Flight of the Bumblebees is on next Sunday, July 30, from 1700 to 2100 UTC. Who can play? Both home-based and portable operations are encouraged. What qualifies as a bumblebee? Participants who operate portable from field locations are designated as bumblebees. They get to their operating site principally under their own power by walking, biking, boating and so on. The distance travelled to the site is at the bumblebee's discretion. Bumblebees add slash BB to their calls. Note, home base stations do not add slash BB to their call sign. And BB does not refer to our editor Graham, VK4BB, although it sounds like a good nickname for him and he'd likely get a buzz out of it. If you're eligible, get a Bumblebee number. If you plan to operate the 2023 FOBB portable, in other words, from a field location, you're invited to request a Bumblebee identification number. Instructions for obtaining a Bumblebee number are in the text edition of this WIA National News Service. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, the Mars Sample Return Mission, a joint project between NASA and the European Space Agency, is currently under a major review. The cost of the mission may have increased from 4 or 5 billion US dollars to 8 or 9 billion US dollars, according to one estimate. NASA confirmed that one estimate in the review of the program was in that cost range, but added, all scenarios are highly speculative. If the sample return mission does come with a higher price tag, it could impact NASA's entire planetary science portfolio, as other missions are also experiencing technical delays and schedule problems. Chinese private rocket firm Landscape has achieved a global first by reaching orbit with a methane-fueled rocket. Zook-2 beats a range of other Methalox rockets, including SpaceX's Starship, the ULA Vulcan, Blue Origin's New Glenn, Rocket Lab's Neutron and Terran-R from Relativity Space in reaching orbit. These other launch vehicles will be much larger and feature much greater payload capacity, however. A methane-liquid-oxygen propellant mix offers advantages in performance and reduces issues of soot formation and coking for purposes of reusability. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Internet, the Hams Domain. Linda Maud, writing for the Northwest Packet Group in the UK, says, It begins. Dig out those TNCs. The GB7 MBC BBS and WW Converse is now available over Telnet on the internet. To get it, you're going to need a terminal emulator such as PuTTY. If you have a Mac or Linux machine, there's a good built-in terminal, but PuTTY will work fine for all. You can also get terminal emulator apps for iOS and Android, etc., and connecting instructions are in the text edition of this broadcast. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA. Activation of Gallinara Island during IOTA 2023. The IP1X team will be active from Gallinara Island, EU083, on the 29th to 30th of July. This is a small private island off the northern Italian coast. They'll be active continuously during the IOTA Contest 2023 on CW and SSB from 80 through to 10 metres in the multi-operator low-power category. QSL is via IU1JCZ direct or via the Bureau. And for more details and updates, check QRZ.com. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Maritime, including ILL News. 
And this ties in with IOTA News. A reminder now that International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend is the third weekend of August, which in 2023 is the 19th and 20th of August. A team of hams will be operating as one PIX, that's figure one PIX, from Gallinara Island, IOTA number EU083, on the 29th and 30th of July using CW and SSB on 80 metres, and they're participating in the IOTA contest. As I said, if you want more details, check out qrz.com. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Military. Attention all intercept operators. You may still have time. Crypto transmission from KPH 2000 UTC July 22. On the 22nd of July, KPH will transmit a coded message in five-letter groups. The message will be encrypted using the famous Enigma code machine and is an authentic message sent by a U-boat in the North Atlantic in 1942. All KPH listeners are invited to try their hand at receiving and decrypting the message. Certificates will be awarded for proof of successful decode. First to decode and use of original or replica hardware. You say your Enigma hardware is a bit rusty? Perhaps it's slipped a cog? No problem. MRHS has you covered. Software simulations exist for the Enigma code machine. See the link in our text edition. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amity Young Timers, Yota. And with the latest news, it's over to Alec, VK2APC. Thank you. A group of teachers have been helping we youth who recently gathered for STEM training at ARRL. The group of educators were at ARRL headquarters in Newington, Connecticut, for the ARRL Teachers Institute on Wireless Technology. The 13 teachers were from all over the USA, and they were in town to learn hands-on STEM activities through amateur radio. They liked fox hunting and satellite contacts the best, said ARL Education and Learning Manager Steve Goodgame, K5ATA. ARL holds five sessions each year, and each session is five days in length. The Teachers Institute is an expenses-paid professional development program with filled with lectures, hands-on activities, and demonstrations that are intended to provide teachers with tools and strategies to introduce basic electronics, radio science, satellite communications, amateur radio, weather science, microcontrollers, and electronic sensors to we younger students. The whole idea is to inspire teachers to go back and inspire their students to be excited about amateur radio, said K5ATA. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Thanks, Alec. On to Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio. Hams honoured retired search and rescue planes. Four aircraft used by Canada's Air Force for the search and rescue work were retired during the pandemic without much fanfare. Those four planes are now getting their retirement party, thanks to amateurs who love aviation as much as they love ham radio. Using the antennas on board the planes, which will be grounded as museum pieces now in four provinces, they'll be calling QRZ on July 22nd UTC and will be open to attract visitors from the region, and they'll even attempt a two-metre net between all four planes. This event is called Buffaloes on the Air, so named for the RCAF's CC-115 Buffalo aircraft. It was organised mainly by aircraft technician Phil Tanner, VA-7XOZ, who worked on the planes. 
This is a way to mark history, to educate the public about the SNR function of the planes and, of course, to show people what amateur radio can do. The antennas on the planes are indeed capable of using HF frequencies reserved for amateurs because the planes, in their search-and-rescue functions, often had to make contact on these civilian frequencies. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Col VK3GTV. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au And towards the end of WIA National News for yet another week, the week commencing 23rd of July 2023. Two ham fests to tell you of in August, one in VK6, one in VK4. In VK6, the Northern Corridor Radio Group's Ham Fest, August 20. The location is the Cyril Jackson Community Hall in Bassendine, conveniently located for easy access by car and public transport. Now, the Hamfest starts at 9am, finishing around noon. Now, this year, the NCRG has a fantastic array of raffle prizes available, and those prizes will be announced at noon. The Hamfest will be brimming with buyers and sellers this year, so mark the date in your diary. Food and drinks will be available on the day from the canteen. Don't miss out on your chance to snap up a deal and catch up with on-air friends for a coffee and chat. Now, if you do want to sell, please contact Brad Peters, VK6BAP, Victor Kilo 6, Bravo, Alpha Popper. And in VK4, the 26th of August, it's the Redcliffe Car Boot Sale, Saturday the 26th at the Clubhouse Skipper Ring. Now, till next we meet, as I said, high atop Mount Tambourine, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.